Welcome to the Bacon Games Podcast, your source for the latest from the MLB and the NFL. Let's get started with your host, Jesse. Uh, it's been a little bit, but I'm joined uh, here with my boy, uh, Andrew. What's up, man? How's it going? Doing well, man. Just trying to survive another Texas summer down here in Dallas. So uh, we're, definitely, we're in Oof. 100-degree weather every day at this point. But oh, good, man. man. Just ready, ready to fuck some fantasy. Appreciate you having me on today. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I Yeah, I can't. I'm, I'm hot as balls in my apartment, um, but I can't imagine what it's like down south more. <laughs> I can't imagine. Exactly right. it's probably Oof. a little bit hotter and more humid, too. Yeah, uh, humidity. Yeah, that's uh, oh, that's real bad. Um, but yeah, all right. So we're here to talk about some dynasty stuff. You know, I'm I'm not really a huge dynasty guy. This is the first year I'm actually doing one, so I'm excited to learn a little bit more about some guys. You know? Oh yeah, absolutely, man. I love dynasty. I, I first started playing uh, back in twenty, what's that, like twenty seventeen. So this is what my fourth, fourth or fifth year mm-hmm. getting into dynasty. And even like even at this point, like four or five years in, I'm still mm-hmm. learning stuff every year, becoming a better player. But man, I love dynasty it never ends cool cool um that's dope yeah so i got i got a few uh i got a few um questions here a few guys that i want to talk about some wide receivers some running backs so we'll just get started just uh light it up um so the first guy i have on here is jerry judy i'm curious how you feel about him in dynasty what do you got for me so actually i I like judy um and i think like once the the regular season first ended you know, a lot of people were, were down and, and sour on them. I know we always talk about the drops and everything, but as the season rolls along and we, we kind of dissect what happened within the season, I think people are finally kind of starting to come around on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when, when you look at all of, any, all of the receivers that had uh, 100 or more targets, mm-hmm. he actually led the league in an uh, uncatchable target rate. That's just like a lot <laughs> I of believe it. Absolutely yeah. atrocious <laughs> last year. So, I mean, when you, you're battling, like you're thrown into the situation where, you know, it has to be the alpha off the bat when you know, Sutton got hurt in, what, week one or week two. Yeah, so I mean, like Young with, uh, I mean, overall, the, the offense is pretty bad, limited opportunities. And on top of that, you know, terrible quarterback play with yeah. inaccuracies. I mean, it's really kind of a miracle that he got 800 receiving yards. So I would say, yeah, as, yeah, as a 21-year-old rookie, to get 800 yards in pretty much the, the worst possible situation, mm-hmm. yep, sign, sign me up for duty. I'm, I'll buy the dip. Okay, all right, cool. Yeah, he, I mean, he was, I think, like most people, was my number one wide receiver in this draft class coming out. Um, and I still feel really good about him. Mm-hmm. Like, like um, you know, the lock situation is something I'm not super excited for him. And, you know, redraft, I think he's probably about fair value or maybe whatever. But Dynasty, yeah, I feel like I'm all over this. Do you, do, where did you have him coming out of uh, college? Or did you have him somewhere coming out of college? So, to me, I don't really rank, um, like, the gotcha. rookies. Because, mm-hmm. to me, I'm, even though I'm, I'm a big Dynasty player, I'm not really a huge college guy. Mm-hmm. I'll just kind of watch individual tape, you know, of, like, mm-hmm. the, the prospects. So, yeah, I don't, I don't have formal rankings. But, yeah, he was, like, as far as my perception, he was, you know, up there with uh, with Lamb as far as, you know, mm-hmm. 1A, 1B, a lot of people. And I know, I'm not excited about Locke either, but at least I think them bringing in Bridgewater, even if Teddy doesn't start, that'll mm-hmm. at least, you know, bring some some competition in. And we, we see it a lot of times with these quarterbacks – once they kind of get get somebody else in there, they kind of a lot of fire under them. That you know that that might be what what we need to really get get the offense going. Yeah, I feel you. Um, so I'm gonna ask this probably with all the other guys um, as well. But where where does he fit in with that draft class? Like, I mean, I I assume you've got um, Jefferson first or whatever. Where, where do you, where do you think Judy falls in that like kind of category for those sophomore year guys? 
Yeah, so I would say, uh, so Jefferson, Lamb, and what well, I mean, we're going to talk to him later, but obviously, mm-hmm. like Higgins is kind of the, the top the top three as far as they kind of have their, their mm-hmm. own tier. I think these would be kind of the, the fantasy superstars. Mm-hmm. And Judy, he's kind of at the, the top of that next tier under them. So it would be like Judy, mm-hmm. uh, Claypool, and Ayuk. Okay. Thinking, yeah, I'm wondering oh. if. Yeah, I think it's still actually. You know, I'm sorry, Chanel, I'll kind of put Visca up in that. that team. Interesting. Yep, I'm buying into Visca, but I think so. Yeah, I think those those guys are kind of that that second tier that haven't necessarily. Sh- I don't. I'm not sold on them being superstars like that top tier, but I think they can possibly you know get into that range depending on on what we see from them. Interesting. So it is. I mean, it's obviously for Dynasty Store taking more than just the situation now. But yeah. does does the situation have like a, a factor on him currently? I mean. Denver hasn't, has, I don't know. I, I don't know if you trust their, their organization. Yeah, and I mean, the one thing about whether it's like bad coaching or bad quarterbacks in the NFL, they, they don't last long. So mm-hmm. if, like, if Denver is on this, you know, this route that they, they have been on, like, they, they're going to clear house. So El, whether it's Elway, uh, the, the new coaching staff, I think they'll find, eventually find, you know, the, the right folks to, to get in there. And I think, yeah, as far as Judy, it's kind of a mix. So, I don't necessarily always go by situation or always go by talent, but I, I think he's one of those ones where the, the talent can outweigh being in, you know, one of the a negative situation. Mm-hmm. So it kind of balances out. But you, but just, so do you think he's less talented than like Jefferson, Pittman, or I'm sorry, not Pittman, Higgins, sorry, and uh, and Lamb, or are those situations just better overall? and Are they better players? What, what do you think? Yeah, I was. If we're just looking at as far as talent, yeah, he would be on that top tier. Okay. The, the other, and even as far as Higgins, he's probably a better receiver than Higgins. But mm-hmm. in their cases, yeah, I think the situations are just are so much better. That, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I can't ignore it in that case. That's gotcha. Where the tier breaks comes in. But yeah, as far as talent, yeah, I mean, I'll take him up, up at the top of the last round. Cool. All right. Cool. 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 I got you. Yeah, I'm. I'm, a, I'm still a big Judy guy. Um. Yeah. I. He's. He was my first guy. I'm not sure if I'm even off that, uh, so we'll 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 see about yeah, that. Like this stuff changes. That's the fun thing about dynasty. Yeah. Man. It's like you you think you have you know who who's going to be the top of the class or whatever. Then you know the next year stuff changes and yeah. think about it completely different. Yeah, I, I uh, my one of my sticks. I try I try to make it stick for me. I uh-huh. I want to be like anti reactionary, so I want to just keep you know what I've got going through that and not adjust sure, yeah. as much. You know, I mean, you should adjust depending on you know new information, obviously. Yeah, it's definitely a balance, right? Yeah, for sure. Just not you can't over adjust, but no, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. you do you do have to adjust that when you get new information. Yeah, and I, I just err on the side of that thing. You know what I mean? Right, uh, rather right, than yeah. just like each each thing. But I mean, that's my own personal thing. You know, it definitely leads me to down paths where it's like I don't jump at like rookie stars too often because I haven't seen enough data to you know confirm if they're actually good or not. <laughs> so yeah, it definitely yeah, does lead sure. me wanting. You know. Yeah, no, I got you for sure. Cool. All right, let's talk more wide receivers. Next up, I got Jalen Rager. Let's, are you are you buying it at all? The guy taken right before Justin Jefferson. What's up? Oh man, so Rager, he he's a guy that I was I was high on coming out because um, I mean, as far as his you know analytical profile, he pretty much checks all of those those boxes. Just as far as you know, like the dominator breakout age and everything. Uh, he had terrible quarterback play at TCU, so I kind of, you know, bought into that that whole narrative that, you know, his numbers were a little bit down just because of the bad quarterbacks, but, mm-hmm. but man, yeah, his, his rookie rookie season was was rough, man. Um, <laughs> so I know, I'm not sure if you follow, like, uh, like Matt Harmon, his reception, yeah. perception, that's, yeah, that's, yeah. I, I love what he does, so Rager was one of the worst receivers he's ever charted <laughs> mm-hmm. for that particular study, so you can't, so I mean, a lot of it had to do with just you know like the the inconsistent quarterback play and the offense. But I think yeah, Rager Rager himself, he just like 
wasn't getting open. Um, he's, he's one of those guys, he's, he's super fast, but I don't think he's learned to play, like, to keep that speed under control and use it, you know, to his advantage yet. He's mm-hmm. still just trying to, you know, out athlete guys. And you could, that works in college, but that does not work once you get to the NFL <laughs> level. Um, yeah. I mean, he, like I said, they had the bad quarterback play. He also had that, uh, I think, what was it, like the, the thumb injury? Yeah, I mean, he played in, like, I think, 11 games. Yeah, something like that. Like, I don't think he played. Yeah, he played. He he didn't play the full season as well. Yeah. And the thing is, like, so his very first game, like, his first target, it was, like, a 50-yard bomb Mm -hmm. uh, from Wentz. I don't know if you remember that. So it's like his his Uh career got started off, like, oh, yeah, let's go. But then, like, (laughs) unfortunately, that ended up being the highlight of his whole year. So overall, um, now, I mean, I think Smith, Smith coming in doesn't kill him, but I think he's... He's definitely lower now. Uh, I, I don't think he's going to be that fantasy wide receiver one that, you know, we were hoping for back when we, we, we drafted him. But, I mean, with, with Devontae Smith now kind of coming in and take over that alpha role, maybe he'll kind of slide more into the slot and uh, just, you know, become kind of one of those maybe like low, low end wide receiver two, high three types that you, you know, don't mind putting in the flex every now and then and hoping he just gets a couple big plays. So, yeah, I think at this point that's just – kind of where I am with him. I'm just, I'm hoping he can at least kind of become a, a flex option, but no, I'm not, not, not as excited about Rager as I was. Gotcha. You, gotcha. You. I, I'm actually the opposite, which is kind of funny. Like I was very I down on him coming out of college. Right. Very, very down. Cause I, I also have, I definitely have like a bias towards like big body guys who get opened, who are good contested catch, stuff like that. And Rager obviously sure. isn't that kind of person. Um, you know, he's more in the mold of a Deshaun Jackson, right. Or whatever the fuck, yeah. um, which is fine. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, that would be insane. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe he could get there. I did. So I ended up watching uh, recently the um, just uh, the tape on uh, Jalen Hurts, um, and I was surprised to notice Rager a good amount. Um, and I liked him a little bit more towards the end of the season, more than I thought I would. Um, and I, I mean, you know, it's a tough year. He was hurt, like you said before. He was on the IR for a little bit. Like it wasn't a great rookie year for him for sure. But this, yeah. I, I don't think he's a Arthur White side type seal you know what i mean right they would just go into oblivion right (laughs) yeah and i was a little bit into arthur go outside last year but they just didn't play him for whatever reason i don't know why it seems like the eagles are more stable than they've been in the past i want to say this year and i assume in the future do do you like hurts under center for for rager right yeah yeah man hurts is somebody that i don't know I i can't really put i can't really get a good good gauge on so I know, me like, too, dude. I totally get that. I totally. I'm the same way. I'm the I'm same way. You, like, you can ask me one week about Hurts. I'm like, oh yeah, dude. He's he's gonna be a star. He's gonna take off. And another week, I'm like, I'm not sure he's a starter in the league next year. Yeah. So I know, like everybody brings up his. I know he had the, the low completion percentage or what was it, 55 percent or whatever. But sure. I mean, his his A dot was also one of the the highest in the league. So it's not like he was just trying to you know dink and dunk like Garner Minshew, and he had a, a low completion percentage. I mean, it was low because he was taking shots down the yeah. field, and I bet you he probably just he looked around at his receiving core and how terrible it was. And I bet like every week he probably went into it just like, all right, I'm gonna have to do some crazy shit to just to win this week, like put this team on my back and put it right. So I think he was just trying to maybe trying to play a little bit of hero ball uh, and just like I said, like throw those those bombs down the field constantly. So overall, I. Like I love, I love Hurts for for Smith. Uh, I, I really do, and I think that's going to be a narrative to watch this season with a lot of you know college coaches or college quarterbacks being reunited with their college receivers. Uh, that'll be kind of a good a good storyline to watch because I know we had a few of them. But like I said, I think just for for Rager, I'm I'm not sure the passing volume will will be there for 
you know, for Smith to be the top guy and Rager to also, you know, kind of be like a top 15 receiver or something like that. So, yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't think he'd be completely irrelevant, but I just, I think his ceiling at this point is just kind of a, a wide receiver two at best is what we're hoping for. Gotcha. So I, so I feel like you're saying you're higher on him than most people. Do you think that's true? Um, I guess, yeah, because like most people are like kind of <laughs> throwing him off into the JJ. Yeah. Order. I think a white side yeah. race. So yeah, I would say yeah. If, if most people kind of view him like that, I guess yeah, I, I still am higher on him than most. All right, cool, cool, cool. I I'm we're in the same camp then. Fuck yeah, <laughs> I I think he's definitely worth it. Like you said, to try and you know get into be that you know third wide receiver type flex deal or whatever whatever it's gonna be. I think he can get there. Um, yeah, for sure. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. This that's is, all you're expecting. Yeah, I'll I'll take that from like I said, as a like a wide receiver three or four. Yeah. Yeah, I just I think I think there's value there, and I I'm unsure if. Hurts. I, I'm unsure of him as a quarterback just in general. I don't know if he'll be the quarterback next year or even whatever. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. I just I'm thinking the rookie guy. You know, second round. I, I would hope so, but yeah, we'll de- we'll definitely see about that. But I feel like that's one of the situations we should at least you know look at considering you know the, how young he is and you know the team, the Eagles, or whatever. Probably in a little bit of rebuild mode. Um, exactly. Yeah, we just need yeah. to see more because even when he yeah. did come in, just the team was a disaster. Like, yeah, it was. Yeah. Sanders yeah. was like banged. It just nothing. Yeah. Like, coach hated the quarterback it was yeah it was just terrible all around sure exactly yeah so i I feel like there's a lot i think positives this year so yeah cool sure Uh, yeah he's he's not dead (laughs) yeah i i don't think so i mean i i would have liked to say i think i I wasn't dead but they just didn't use him at all so i don't know maybe they know something i don't know but anyway um that's another another conversation yeah um yeah all right the next guy i got up is t higgins my man t what's up Oh, so T can I kind of uh, mentioned him him earlier, but hey, I I love Higgins. Like I said, I've, after um, Jude, oh I'm sorry, not Jude, after Lamb and Jefferson, Higgins is yeah he's he's my wide receiver three at this point for for this class. So obviously you know they they drafted Chase, uh, who's another one of those ones that's going to be reunited with his old college quarterback. But uh, but I mean AJ Green vacated over a hundred targets mm-hmm. last season. Uh, plus, you won't have. I think I want to say Gio Gio Bernard had um, was like sixty or seventy or you know or something like that. And we know like all of those aren't just gonna immediately shift over to to Mixon. So with yeah, between Green and Bernard alone, that's you know, about about one hundred fifty targets that we have up for grabs. So I mean, if you kind of you know account have Chase account for for most of that, Higgins could still easily see that you know a hundred to one hundred ten targets. And with how how efficient he was, I think yeah, that that could definitely get him in that kind of top. Uh, I'll say wide receiver like fifteen to to twenty range, so to be a, a solid Ooh. wide receiver too. Yeah. Okay. Um, even uh, oh for yeah, dynasty. Even, yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. No. No. Yeah. That's oh, I'm, no. I'm talking redraft. Yeah. Okay. Right. Gotcha. Really, gotcha. So really both. So uh, okay. yeah, I think he's definitely top twenty for dynasty. But yeah, I think as soon as you know this this upcoming season, because I mean, how often? I mean, I know Chase is supposed to be. You know, like the, the next the next big thing, which mm-hmm. I mean, we have one of those every year. It seems like. Yeah, we do. Yeah. I mean, how often you know will a rookie come in and be like Justin Jefferson, where they just come in and right. have this complete yeah. monster season? Like I'm, I mean, don't. Be I mean, he had a great season Higgins though, right? Still. Like, yeah, 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 exactly. yeah, yeah, you said, yeah, yeah. And if you look at the list of uh, of rookie receivers, so I think last year uh, Lamb and Higgins were the only ones to hit 900 yards. But if, if you look at the list, I don't have it in front of me, but of rookie receivers uh, in the last 20 years to hit 900 plus yards, I mean it's a pretty elite list. I mean guys like Julio, uh, AJ Green, Mike Evans, Juju—they're kind of off the top of my head the types of names on there. But there there aren't guys that just 
you know, that, that go back to being like average or below average players. These are like top, top 10, 20 receivers. So, so Higgins, yeah, I'm, I'm all aboard, man. Love him. All right. I'm going to say I've been, I've been fucking, uh, I've been skirting around this for a while. And I think I feel good enough to say it on the air on whatever. I T Higgins is my number one dynasty, uh, wide receiver in this class. I think he's going to be better than Judy. I think he's going to be better than Justin <laughs> okay. Jefferson. I think he's going to be better than C.D. Lamb. I don't care about any of those guys. T. Higgins played so good last year with one of the worst quarterback I've ever seen besides Joe Burrow. And he's going to have Joe Burrow for at least three years together. They are going to be insane together. And as much as I love Kirk Cousins, and he's able to support, he's been able to support two wide receivers for a long time. We look at Diggs and we look at um, Thielen or whatever like that. And that's great. You know, cool, whatever like that. But he's not Joe, Joe Burrow. He's just not Joe Burrow. And Joe Burrow is insane. And so is T. Higgins. I... Like you talked about the vacated, uh, you know, um, uh, targets and stuff like that. Like, and obviously, you know, I don't know if all that's going to go to Chase. I don't know if Higgins is going to get more, but I expect him to get at least 100 targets to 120 targets a year because he's that good. And I might be a little bit down on Chase compared to other one other people because he's a 19 year old receiver that we haven't seen in two years, or he was 19 yeah, the last time we saw him. He's 21 right. now. Um, I I saw T Higgins be good in the NFL, and I saw it in college, and I think it will continue. And I think trajectory is just up, up, up. And I love Justin Jefferson too. He's my number two. Um, uh, which is, you know, I, I, they were, it was Judy Higgins and, and, um, Jefferson were my top three guys, you know, coming into the draft. And I still stand by that hundred percent. Um, I, I just moving, I'm moving T Higgins up in front of Judy, in front of, uh, in in front of, yeah, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I don't know if I can be convinced otherwise. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I I, I view that. Yeah. A lot of people say it's kind of a crowded offense, but I, I view their offense similar to like the the 2017-18 Rams, where they have mm-hmm. three different receivers. Because if you think, like, the, the type of offenses like that that don't use the tight end, mm-hmm. uh, there, there's room for, yeah. like, three receivers to get, you know, 100 or so targets and all be in, like, that top, yeah. top 15 to, to 18 range. So, so yeah, yeah, and I think, like, a lot of people are kind of are saying that Higgins is going to be the, the odd man out. I view Boyd as kind of the, the third option now. So uh, yeah. Be, yeah, Hig- yeah. Higgins, Chase, are kind of – yeah. We'll get theirs on the outside, and Boyd is just you know still kind of I, I that could solid see it. guy in there. Yeah. I could see it. I I I just think Higgins is such the alpha that it might impact Chase more than it impacts the slot guy. You know, does yeah, that make sure. sense? Yeah. yeah I, no, I mean, I, I, it could it could be either way though for sure. I expect a lot of throwing from Burrow like he had his rookie year because I don't think this defense is even close to being fixed. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> yeah. Be yeah. Again. <laughs> yeah, and I mean they should have drafted the offensive line, but I don't think the offensive line is that bad honestly. You know, they signed Riley Reef. They got uh, their guy from like. Whatever year ago, he's always yeah, been for. Yeah, they, they drafted a, a guard in the, the second round, too. It's supposed to be pretty Yeah, good. yeah. Look, I, I think the offense looks pretty dang good for Cincinnati, but the defense isn't there, and I don't know if it's going to change anytime soon. Defenses are tough to keep together, yeah. you know, and they really didn't use a lot of draft capital in the past two years, really, on defense. I think they drafted, like, linebackers, who are the least valuable position in the NFL, I feel like, so... <laughs> Uh, right, they're still know. right. They have no corners that can cover. Yeah, they lost Jackson. Yeah, they lost Bates Jackson. Like, no, Bates is good. Bates is very yeah, good. Yeah, they're gonna have to pay him soon. So yeah, like, yeah. And you can't really spend much else. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I agree. I just, yeah, I, I, I mean, this, I, like, I think we're gonna get at, and I think we've been talking about it already. This is a, a phenomenal wide receiving class. Uh, it, it might go down as one of the best in NFL history. Like, I don't even, I, I don't know the best draft classes for wide receivers in the NFL, but man, this is, this is an insane draft class. You know, I mean, as of now it's probably um I'm trying to think was that 2014 that had uh, like Beckham Evans oh yeah Adams? yeah I want to say that's yeah. 2014 yeah so I, I think, think right. yeah, this yeah. one kind of yep 
lines up with that. They had there were like six wide receiver ones like for fantasy yeah, from were. that class. So I think yeah, we we could easily see like you know five or six of these guys become. I believe it. I believe fantasy it. Yeah. Um, cool. All right. That's good. T. Higgins talk. Love to see it. Um, next one I've got up is Michael Pittman, a personal favorite of mine. What do you feel? How do you feel? Yeah. So, I, so, so remember, I kind of, when I was turning about earlier, I kind of had, uh, so I had Lamb, Higgins, uh, Jefferson at the top, Judy, uh, Ayuk, Claypool was like that, that, that second tier. So I've, and, and Chenault too, kind of, I know we don't talk about, we won't have to talk about him specifically, but he's probably one of the ones I'm most excited about, Visco. We can uh, talk so, about Visco if you want. I'm, I'm interested. Yeah, all right, let's, yeah, we, we can throw him in at the end a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> so Pittman, he, so he's kind of the, the head of that, that third tier for me. And even I'll probably, like, Rager would kind of be probably in the middle of that tier too. So mm-hmm. guys like, uh, yeah, like, like Pittman, um, we like we'll talk about memes too i think so yeah. they're they're kind of down there so i'm kind of i guess you could say i'm i'm on the fence i do i definitely i do see some some good things though so like especially down the stretch with pippin and most of like in the last eight weeks uh he most games he had like you know five or six targets and a lot of the games he was the leader mm-hmm. uh and even in the in their their playoff game i think he you know had like 10 targets he was the the leader receiver so mm-hmm. you know, they, they counted most they, they yeah. Did a lot, but yeah um, they they didn't really do much in, in free agency. I know there there was some speculation about them going after like Chris Godwin or maybe Kenny Galladay, which that would have killed <laughs> Michael Pittman's health. But he kind of skated. Yeah, for a little bit, agency. I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, even, I know that they're bringing back Hilton, but I think at this yeah. point, you know, he's like thirty four. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we've yeah. we've seen the best from from Ty, and yeah. they I think yeah that was one of those deals where he probably didn't get much else, so they just kind of you know running back on a, a team mm-hmm. kind of like what they did with Mac just because you know they like having them around but, mm-hmm. but yeah I think I, I could see a scenario where you know where, where Pittman kind of becomes a uh, the Alshon Jeffrey for for Carson Wentz they're Ooh. kind of that that similar build yeah uh, and Pittman is actually he's, he's slightly big he's an inch he's a little bigger he's big he's more yeah. athletic like yeah. Alshon was not an athlete at all versus Pittman mm-hmm. you know he, he has some work where he can do some some work after the catch yeah uh so like this that's kind of the the positives um but yeah, on the on the negative side, it's just this offense obviously is gonna run through through JT. Like they wanna they wanna play a good defense. They wanna mm-hmm. run the ball, and I mean, I guess if Wentz can kind of capture that that re, that magic that he had with uh, with Frank mm-hmm. Wright back in back in Philly, then you know that could be a different story. But I just think yeah, they they probably want Wentz to kind of just become that you know, game managing type, and if it ever comes down to the point where you know. Wentz has to win it for him. It's probably not the situation they, <laughs> that they want to be in. So I just – I don't really see this, you know, being the type of office that, you know, he can, like, reach that that high-end wide receiver one or even, like, high wide receiver two status. I think sim- mm-hmm. yeah, similar to Rager, we're probably looking at, you know, maybe a, a middle middle to low wide receiver two at best for Pittman. Okay, okay. Do you, do you think he's the second option on the offense, uh, wide receiver at least? Um, That's a good question. So I'm – I do like Campbell, mm-hmm. uh, and especially now he'll, he'll probably kind of exclusively being be played out of the the slot. So in like for fantasy purposes, if this is a like a PPR league, I probably would prefer Campbell just because I think he'll kind of get a lot of more of those kind of quick quick slot targets versus you know it feels like a I know nobody plays in standard leagues anymore, but like a half PPR league maybe it'll be a little bit closer where uh-huh. Pittman will probably be more of like the yardage and you know red zone guy. So I think it yeah it'd be one of those situations where it's kind of a you know one A one B. I don't, I don't think there'll be like a clear alpha. They'll each just kind of have have their roles. Okay, okay, yeah, I I'm I'm a big Pittman guy. He he fits my that type of wide receiver I like. You know the 
the guy who can get up there and get the ball. He's a big dude. He's more athletic, yeah, than people give credit for. I, I totally agree with that. Um, you know, we only caught one touchdown last year, but I, I don't think that's indicative of his skill set, right? You know? Yeah, I mean, he had like he, he had like 60 targets, only 40 catches. Like, he was, you know, I mean, it's Philip Rivers throwing the ball, so sure, like the, you know, the catching and the targets probably whatever. But I, yeah, I don't really think that Rivers really fit him as a wide receiver as much. Um, I, I think Wentz can be bigger. And I think we might disagree on the Indianapolis defense because I don't think the secondary is very good. I hate Rocky Sin. I'm not a fan of Xavier Rhodes. He's been up and down his entire career. Um, I, I, I like the, I want to say I like the pass rush of Quinny Pay is good because I love Buckner, obviously. But the linebackers are good. Cool, I get it. But, like, linebackers, again, aren't, like, the backbone of the defense, so they shouldn't be because they're not really that important. I, I wonder if we just differ on that because I'd like to see Wentz behind a decent offensive line. Um, and he's had that in the past when he's been very good. Um, so I, I really feel like this offense, if they keep it with Wentz and they keep going, you know, make, make, uh, makes further strides there. I mean, the, the offensive line will get older, obviously, but they still have some really good players. Um, yeah. I, I just, I, I really like Pittman. I don't think there's anyone else who really comes on like close with the talent wise. A T.Y. Hilton had some really good games last year, especially towards the end. And I'm hopeful for him this year, honestly. He is only 31, not 34. So I was a little bit, a little bit older, uh, a little bit younger than Seems I thought. Seems like he's 31. Yeah, yeah he, does. Right? he does. He does. <laughs> Um, but I also hate Paris Campbell. I the guy can't stay healthy, and I don't think he's ever been really that good. So I I, I just like you say, you, if he plays in the slot, like that's cool. But Pittman is, I feel like the alpha in this offense, like a T Higgins type thing. I feel like these guys are pretty similar. I mean, they were drafted. I want to say back to back. Yeah, they were. Or yeah, close. the first the first yeah. two picks of the first round. Yeah, right, right, exactly. Yeah, I I see them very similarly, and I but I mean I saw them similarly coming out, but I still think Higgins is better. Um, maybe a little bit because of the situation, but definitely in talent-wise, but I love Pittman. I, I know it's kind of hard to argue or to talk about, you know, what you see on film in, like, a podcast right. setting, but I really, uh, I'll, I'll stake my claim on Pittman, man. This is a generational wide receiving uh, group, and I think Pittman is part of that, for sure. I mean, I don't see too much of a difference between him and the next guy, and those two guys, and T. Higgins, in the way they play ball, and how athletic and big they are. Yeah, for sure, and to be honest, so you... I would probably I wouldn't say I'm an analytics like mm-hmm. guy in close, but I probably do favor more towards the end of analytics versus. Yeah, that's good. Hit me up. The only yeah. thing that kind of knocks me with Pippen is just first of all, like he was a senior, like a senior coming out as well as well. Yeah, he's he old. And I know that's right. That's not always like an end all be all, but when you're an early declarer, it's just such a like an advantage and it's such a good indicator mm-hmm. of the future. And it, he just he also just he wasn't as productive as I would have liked out of. Like, he, was, yeah, he was injured a little I just, bit I I wish, during the year. Yeah, I think yeah, that's part of it too. But I just yeah, yeah, I, I, I wish yeah, I, I wish the the numbers were a little bit more there. But yeah, as far as like mm-hmm. his look, yeah, he he has the look and he can play the part of the the big receiver. But yeah, like you said, it's kind of just be up to you know what what Wentz can do in that offense. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I feel pretty good. Like drop percentage isn't really there. Like that's, I think that's important. Um, I don't really know. Are there any other metrics that you think he like possibly struggles in? Or I don't want to put you on the spot or like. Uh, I think like I think his his breakout age was kind of. Kind oh, of that, that okay, gotcha. Sure. Like, yeah, I want to yeah. say because yeah, you just, I like guys with their breakout age of uh-huh. like eighteen or nineteen, and I think uh-huh. he was yeah like over over twenty years. Old yeah, he's he he's twenty three currently. I think he'll be he'll be twenty four during this season. So yeah, a little bit older for sure, for sure. Um, but I was I, like, you have the outliers like you know Terry McLaurin, who's sure. like, the profile was completely opposite <laughs> yeah. of what we expected. Yeah. But yeah, for the most part, like those guys that don't really produce until you know mm-hmm. they're older, they just they don't really have much of a ceiling. For, for, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Um, I That's that's a new statistic that I'm trying to look at a little bit more, which is interesting. And I, I they do that with reception perception too, right? Is that thing they do too, or am I dumb? I could be no, dumb. I th- 
Yeah, I don't really think that's purely like a film. Just the, okay, yeah, yeah, gotcha. That makes sense. Um, yeah, I mean, so I'm curious just to, for all of these guys, how, how much do you factor in like draft capital? Like, you know, he's the 34th overall pick or he was the, you know, the second overall pick or something like that. How much does that factor into Dynasty for you? It's a big factor. And again, especially since I'm, like, I wouldn't call myself like a film guy, especially for college mm-hmm. guys coming out. So yeah, for I was saying this like, is good because I'm a big film guy. So we got we got the complimentary yeah, balance, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Even like when you just when you look at historical like hit rates uh, for receivers, it's really like first and second rounders. Mm-hmm. Uh, you really that's when you you know you're close to I don't know off the top of my head. I want to say like first rounders are like close to a fifty percent hit rate of like having you know more than one top twenty four a season. Mm-hmm. Uh, then like the second round, it drops down to I want to say like the, in the thirties. Mm-hmm. 30s yeah. or 40s then like 30 like third round kind of has a decent hit rate too i want to say like the low yeah. 30s but then once you get to day three just the the hit rates are so mm-hmm. are so low the, the, the fourth definitely has a bigger hit though than the rest i feel like is that accurate or what do you is that not accurate well you mean like the fourth compared to like the like the compared fifth. to like fifth sixth and seventh yeah i feel like fifth, sixth, and seventh is kind of a crapshoot or am i wrong yeah uh i, I was like with like it's, it's kind of different for receivers and running back with receivers i want to say yeah the fourth and fifth round is probably about yeah, the like the same hit rate, and then yeah, six okay. or seven kind of drops off. Yeah, that's... running backs though, interesting enough, mm-hmm. undrafted running backs actually have a higher hit rate than day three guys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've heard that before. I that was yeah, fascinating. that is pretty so, interesting. Yeah, like, so yeah. running backs, yeah, like fourth to seventh round is almost like a dead zone, and like I would rather take a shot yeah. at just some of the undrafted guys that's... once you get. Is, so that's just for fantasy wise, or is that just overall? This no, this is pure. These are fantasy. Just fantasy. Okay, yeah. just yeah, curious. Okay, all right. Gotcha, 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 yeah. Because I was doing a little bit of a, not analysis, but I was looking at, like, all the other draft stuff, and I was trying to, you know, see where, like, hit rates, stuff like that. And, yeah, it's possible for, like, position players, that is what it is, which makes sense. Well, no, Um, yeah, draft capital is, but, yeah, yeah, draft capital is huge for me. It's it's a big deal. Cool, cool, okay. Gotcha, that's interesting. Okay. Um, I, okay, next one we got up, I mean, are we good talking about pit moves? Is there anything else you want to add? No, yeah, I think think we hit it. Okay, cool. All right, next one I got Mims. You know, there's a lot of dumbass, I think, coach speak, <laughs> off-season bullshit coming out about Mims. Practicing with the second team. Oh, he's fucking washed. He's done. Uh, what do you think about Mims? So, yeah, Mims kind of, um, he kind of has a similar, like, for me personally, he kind of has a similar path as, like, Rager. So, like, before before the season, I, I was super high on Mims. He's, like, one of the, the best guys in the in the, in the the class. So, and then, you know, obviously his, his rookie year, again, he was another guy that struggled with injuries, which yep. is a uh, Common theme, yeah. Fell <laughs> back, um, especially his. His was a. Uh, I can't even remember what his injury was. Yeah, I don't. I don't was it that. like a foot or an ankle? Yeah, that sounds right. I, I, I don't remember though. Yeah. Uh, but basically, yeah, something pretty. You know, something that like the type of thing that even once you come back from, you're still probably you know not not 100 mm-hmm. and it's uh, affecting you. But, but yeah, he's he's another one where I'm kind of I have come down on him, but. I was so high that I'm I'm probably still higher than most people. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, yeah. I'm just more like, realistic about it. Just maybe, uh-huh. okay, maybe he's not going to be this superstar. That I mean, but I mean, he he has the talent, man. There's just yeah. there's not a lot of guys that also have his draft capital. Again, like second round draft capital that has his size and speed. Because you know, I mean, a lot of people will point to like Hakeem Butler or um, 
Yeah, I know. I'm saying that. Just yeah, think about these other, you know, these other tall, fast guys that don't yeah. pan out. But I mean, when you when you have that type of draft capital and production, like he was a you know productive in Baylor. Yeah. Uh, even though I'm, I mean, it was it was Big Twelve, so take yeah, it's for, Baylor. What yeah. it's worth, but yeah. But, but I mean, still, we like, saw a lot of guys come out of that. I mean, like CD Lamb looked great yeah, versus yeah, Big Twelve big shitty guy. defenses, you know, yeah. and like yeah. Exactly. But yeah, yeah, you just you can't teach that like that side speed and like even yeah. the like guys that they, they brought in like Elijah Moore, mm-hmm. uh, like like everybody keeps talking about Crowder. Um, yeah. Well, uh, I mean, I, yeah, I, I don't know how you feel about Corey Davis, but yeah, yeah. And even oh, Cole, that's what I was trying to think of. Keith, like Keenan, Keelan Cole, but he that's still oh, that's I don't guy. Like he's he's Look, not competing for yeah. him. I mean, I'm a Jags fan. I know what Keelan Cole is. He is a, a fine three or four, and he can a fill Jag, in for. Right? Yeah, he's a, he's a jag. Yeah, yeah, there you go. He's a jag. Yeah, there's nothing to it. I mean, he he has some moments for sure. He'll put up like a hundred yards probably once a season, but that's it. So I put him in a category of guys like uh, like Fulgum, uh, Tim yeah. Patrick, Auden yeah. Tate. Like people yep. will look at these yep. highlight tapes yep. and be like, "Oh, these coaches yep. are stupid." Like, yep. no, the coaches are not stupid. Like they see <laughs> these dudes yeah. practice every day. Like every NFL player, I guarantee you, can make like a highlight reel catch. Like that doesn't mean that they are. <laughs> But yeah. anyway, but no, like yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm higher on Mills. I, I still think he he has a good chance to be. Uh, man, I guess he'll be competing with the probably to be the like the number two two receiver. Yeah. Uh, between yeah, I think like Moore will be the the top guy by the end of the year, and I oh, think okay. it's really basically between yeah, like him him or Davis. Yeah, um, that's yeah, that's interesting. I, I mean, I like that a lot too. I, I also was pretty high on Mims. I'm still pretty high on Mims. I'm definitely higher than most people are, especially now. I like feel like I'm way higher than other people because <laughs> I mean, I think the talent's still there. You need an off rookie season. This is a guy I very similar to Pittman, even closer to Pittman than than Tiggins, obviously, because I think Tiggins is so much better. Um, but I, I mean, yeah, like you said, the the speed combination is great. I also think Zach Wilson on this team is so perfect for Mims. The pinpoint yep. accuracy that he has is perfect for Mims to go high point the ball like he did at Baylor and just be very good. I am <laughs> such a fan of that combination. Same thing with Corey Davis. I am such a fan of this combination that I feel like people are sleeping on the Jets offense even. I, I'm really excited to have a part of that. Any any part of that offense I can besides Crowder or Keelan Cole because I don't care about him. Um, I really think I really think they'll be able to be good. They invested a decent amount in the offensive line last year, paying these guys, and they got Becton, who was pretty good. They drafted Vera Tucker, who I don't really like, but at least he can move around the line and be. He'll be better than a... they had. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think he can be serviceable backup or serviceable yeah. wherever they need him to be. I'm not high on him, but that's fine. At least they invested in the offense, which I feel more comfortable about. Um, but I, man, I want to. I also fucking love Michael Carter, so I want all the pieces of this Jets offense, like <laughs> gotcha. the whole day, the whole way down. And um, just a, another thing yeah. with Mims too, like in his so out of his first um, five games, he had at least yeah. seven targets in like four yeah. out of his, his five games. And I was like, like he, when when you're yeah. on a bad offense like that, yeah. you're not gonna get much production. So you just yeah. want to see like, all right, is he at least earning targets? I mean, yeah, at least on the field, and that's like that's mm-hmm. what we saw from him. These are also like I'm looking at these things. It's Buffalo, Kansas City, um, New England, the Chargers, Miami. Like these yeah. are these are tough <laughs> matchups too. These are not walking the parks, you know. Um, and then as it went down, yeah. What'd you say? I was just saying he was oh, efficient. efficient. Like yeah. over, over eight yeah. yards for target. Uh, yeah. After like fifteen yards of reception. So these big body dudes from this class, they're big. They get up. They get separation. They can catch. It's I don't know what else you could want from wide receiver, man. You know exactly. I don't know what else. It's like, insane. Just, uh, they're so fast. They just kind of move on. Yes. 
God, yes. Thank you. I'm, so I'm with great. you, dude. I'm, I'm fading that whole running with the twos. Yeah, like so, so, you know, in that same article, they also said Braxton Berrios was running with the ones, but yeah, nobody I, is saying that he's gonna be a starter. So why are we caring about this? I'm just, gonna, I'm just gonna say it, just, bro. It's June. I don't care about anything. <laughs> like I don't care about anything, dude. Like talk Justin to me Jefferson when he was running with the twos in June. I believe that. Yeah, I would 100 percent believe that. Like sometimes these guys have to work on some things and they do it in camp in different ways. I don't care. It's June, bro. Like talk to me when it's preseason and he's not playing at all, or talk to me when it's season one or week one and he's not out there. Like. They don't Absolutely. care, you know? Like, he's, like I said, in my mind, he's competing with Corey Davis for, you know, yeah, that primary yeah. outside target. Yeah, definitely. And like I said, Corey Davis is not, I mean, he's, like I said, he's, he's a solid wide receiver, but he's not, you know, a yeah. stud by any means. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm not going to compare Mims, obviously, to A.J. Brown, because I think A.J. Brown might be literally my number one for dynasty wide receiver. <laughs> right. um, but, I mean, I think I think Corey Davis plays a really good second fiddle, and I think Mims can be an alpha. So, uh, exactly. yeah, that's what's yeah. out. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, we're on the same page with a lot of stuff. That's good. I, I don't think we'll be on the same page with these running backs, but maybe not. But if you want to talk about Vishka, uh, hit him up real quick, yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean, so basically, I kind of view, I view Chenault as, uh, as Debo 2.0. So he's, like I said, he has, I think he'll get kind of like a lot of stuff around the, the line of scrimmage. He's a, a yards after the catch beast. Um, actually, I don't, I wish I had some stuff like put up off the, the top of my head, but like when you look at those like, after, like yards after the catch stats, he's at the top of the league as one, uh, mm-hmm. the different the different rookies. But he he also has some you know some contested catch ability and some like ability to get yeah. open down the yeah. field too. So I again I think I think he can kind of play that you know Debo Samuel role for this offense, mm-hmm. but with you know a little bit even a little bit more on top. Um, hopefully he'll stay healthier. Um, but I th- and yeah. he can probably be the he's got a good shot to be the the number one target. On this offense as well. I mean, he probably won't really? get as much yards as Shark uh-huh. since you know Shark is the the down the field threat. But yeah, but yeah, like as far as again, kind of what I was saying with like Paris Campbell and Pittman and in Indy, I think kind of similar. Like for PPR, I think Chenault, you know, might be the the top guy, and Shark is just more of that yardage touchdown guy. Yeah, um, yeah, I get that. I mean, they they used uh, uh, Vishka like once once a game at least in the running game, and he was pretty good at that. You know, those yeah. whatever, which which is nice, a little, a little extra thing. Which honestly, probably totals up. He probably had like over two hundred rushing yards or something like that. I'll look that up because he was he was yeah, pretty exactly. good. Yeah. yeah um, and I was I was a real I was not not happy when the Jaguars took him last year. I was very very unhappy. <laughs> um, so I, I I've, I've been presently surprised. I've definitely risen on him. Um, I just feel like he's really the third option. Maybe this, maybe the second option. So you think um, he's Marvin Jones? I, Marvin Jones is tough for me. I, I, I'm, I'm not sure. Do, what do you think about him? Do you think he's, I mean, he won't be there for the dynasty impact. I don't think long-term at all. So like, I don't really care that much, um, about him like for one year for dynasty. Cause I think Vish could, you know, obviously like a longer term asset. Uh, I, I think so. I don't know how much I care in dynasty that he's there, but I think he's clearly behind Chark. I think that's clear to me. So that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah, so I, like, I, th- I think it'd be closer. You know, if I, I mean, as far as Marvin Jones, I mean, I, th- I think he's just kind of your typical veteran presence mm-hmm. that you get. And like he's he's been in the league for what eight eight or nine years now. I yeah, think he I mean, he's he yeah, he like averages like 800 yards a year. Like he does stuff, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He's 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 decent. And a lot even a lot of that like last year. I mean, yeah, he he had one of his best seasons because there was yeah. really like nothing else there. Yeah. But I think right. like talent. Like, as far as like overall talent, I just. Yeah, ceiling. I definitely yeah. see like Chanel Shark kind of playing a yeah one A one B where and mm-hmm. Jones, which is kind of a, a veteran presence that they wanted to get in there. And also, don't forget yeah. Keelan Cole and um 
uh, who Conley, they, I mean, yeah. they combined, they had over yeah. like 100 or something targets. Too. Yeah, I fucking Don't hate forget, there, there are yeah. a lot of targets up for grabs. Yeah. No, there are. That's absolutely correct. Yeah. I think Lavishka should be involved more. Um, I think because I I do I do like that contested catch room. And he he took some big hits and held onto the ball last year. I was yeah, surprised to see that. Hands exactly. Yeah, yep. I I I think he yeah that that Debo comp is pretty good. Um, and I like Debo more than I like Ayuk. So I I like I like to hear you say that just for me as a Jackson, you know. <laughs> yeah, I must say like if if you love Debo, you should you should love Chanel. Yeah, I'm definitely warming up on him. Um, Plus, you know, like Lawrence, like the if Lawrence is yeah. you know who he says he is, this yeah. this should be an exciting offense for a long time to come. Yeah, I don't, I, uh, I, uh, I, I hope so, man. I get nervous. Um, <laughs> right. I, I'm a nervous Jags fan. I think as I should be, you know. I think yeah, every fan is always yeah. uh, has that that cautious <laughs> optimism. You're just gonna yeah. down so many times. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. All right, all right. Let's talk Cam Akers. I'm ready to yell at you. Possibly hit me up. So yeah, I don't. So you, I don't know if you've seen me talk about Akers before. So you know, I am a Rams fan. Oh, okay. So I'm, 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 I, yeah, I, I I'll probably sound, sound like a homer or <laughs> whatever with this take, but mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I love Hakers to be a, an RB1 in like this season, mm-hmm. like a top 12 quarterback. So, and, so I've, it's, it's a, we don't really have a large sample size of him and Henderson being healthy, and that's really what just the difficulty is, and most of the debates on Akers is just like how involved is Henderson going to be. Mm-hmm. But in those, so the last three weeks that we did see them both healthy, uh, I think that was like weeks 13 to 15. Akers had 62 carries and Henderson had seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, we already knew that Akers was one of the, the youngest, kind of like more raw prospects like coming into the season. Like we knew he had some stuff to, to work on because I mean, a lot of people point out that he isn't the most efficient runner. So mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not sure why that's much of a surprise when when people <laughs> kind of look back at the season. Like he, right? Uh-huh. He's, he's not going to come out looking like you know Jonathan Taylor because we knew he was going to be that polished. It was just all about like him flashing what we you know hope that he can become, and I I think he flashed that enough. Uh, Malcolm Brown was the the third down running yeah. back for the Rams last season. Obviously he's he's gone. Yep. Uh, they never really used Henderson in that that type of role. So I, I think he's going to you know, take up most of the, the running back targets. Um, like how, how many targets that is, again, that's that's something else to be seen. So when, when Gurley first took off, they used to target him like crazy. But yeah. you know, ever, yeah. ever since he fell off, this this is this hasn't really been an offense that, that targets the, you know, the RBs a lot. But I, mm-hmm. I think Akers showed, you know, that he was, he's a pretty solid receiver in college. So I, I think um, – and McVay yeah. also kind of has some quotes out there too, talking about, you know, wanting to, to get him involved and, you know, become a yeah. – I just so like I just I can't put a guy who has like a sample size of like five games at the end of the year like into into that top cat. I just can't do it. I don't know how you can do it, man. You know? Yeah, so I will so I will say for especially for like for redraft, like I I even I'm one of the biggest Akers fans out there, but yeah, I I probably won't have many shares of him because yeah, yeah. he's yeah. He has already been drafted as like a you know yeah. RB six or RB seven. So mm-hmm. so as far as like if you're just talking about strictly ADP, then yeah, I'm I'm with you. Yeah. But as far as how yeah. I view him as a dynasty back, yeah, he's he's already a top ten back in my eyes. For okay. 
Damn. Yeah, I, I um, I, he's definitely higher in Dynasty for me than Redraft because I think Redraft is just, just fucking absurd. I think people saw him in the playoffs and were like, "This guy is the next big thing. It's over." And it's like, bro, that was like four games. Like, please don't do that to me. Um, and I, I get the argument with that. I just, I don't know. Like, the draft capital is similar. Henderson's a third round. Cam Akers was a second round. You know, Henderson was a good runner. I mean, I don't want to ignore the beginning part of the season where he was very good. I think they yeah, just kind of sure. rode the hot hand, which is something the Rams do a lot, right? You know. So I, I just. God, sorry. No, no, go ahead. I was just saying, yeah, for sure. I was agreeing. Yeah, I just, you know, I, I don't, I don't, I think these guys are just going to split. And I think that's what it's going to be like for at least this year. I'm not sure about in the future. It's definitely possible Akers moves up there and I could definitely come around on that in the future for Dynasty. I like him a lot more. But just next year, I don't know why they wouldn't do the same thing they did last year. It was effective. It worked, you know? And these guys are both good runners, right? Do you, do you agree with that or do you, do you disagree? No, no. As far as, yeah, as far as runners, like Henderson is not, not a bad bad player at all especially mm-hmm. if you just you know compare them as you know as they were last year with acres kind of being that that raw prospect yeah i just see i just see acres taking that kind of like second year development and becoming uh-huh. you know that the better runner that we were kind of you know projecting and and hoping he becomes and also when you just kind of look i think he's going to be the third down back and the red zone running back so mm-hmm. even if they yeah. split you know mm-hmm. they'll sure i, I think the, the split is not going to be as extreme as the you know i mentioned like the 62 to 7 so I agree. Yeah, Henderson probably will get, I don't know, seven, maybe seven to ten carries or something like that mm-hmm. per game. But if like if Akers is getting the goal line work and you know most of the the running back receiving with mm-hmm. with and also like Stafford just kind of elevating the offense to you know, yeah back to the I'm excited the Rams, for that the McVay rounds that we were excited about <laughs> yeah. you know, like back in you know seventeen or eighteen. Mm-hmm. Um, I think yeah, if Akers could be like seventy five percent of what Gurley was back then, and that's yeah, that's like a t- top ten running back. I'll, I'll mm-hmm. take it. Mm-hmm. He won't okay. be girly, but yeah. Yeah, but yeah I'm, I mean, that's, I'm not that's those folks that's going to yeah. say, yeah. say that like, he's like going to be a girly, but like yeah, girly yeah. is so insane. Even if, like I said, I just need like three quarters of that, <laughs> and and no, I, yeah, I, I think Akers can be like a a low end RB one even this okay. season like, for okay. the draft. Definitely top ten just for okay. honest, just because of the age, like he mm-hmm. just turned twenty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that is something to consider for sure, for sure. Yep. Um. All right, I got ten minutes, and so we got three guys to go. So I think I'm gonna skip Dylan. Um. And let's just let's just lightning talk. It. <laughs> What's up? I would just say I do a lightning round. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you want to say something quick about Dylan, how you feel about him, I love him. I love him at BC. Uh, I just, I think he's really talented. But give me yeah, a quick. I'll just make a comparison. Just yeah. I view Dylan as like 2019 Gus Edwards. So just think about that. He'll get, you know, he'll oh, get Oh, for this touches. year, yeah. Yeah, I yeah, get that. Yeah, he'll get a few yeah, touches. Yeah. He'll be efficient with them. And, yeah, he'll, yeah. he'll have, like, some RB2 weeks. So, yeah. I, I like yeah. Him. Yeah, I, th- I think Dynasty, though. I mean, I know I know they signed whatever to a long-term deal, Jones, but – And it does hurt his Dynasty value. I never so. see the end of those deals. I was going to say – Yeah, dude. I mean, we, we just talked about Todd Gurley. Like, come on. Like, like, like Johnson got a big deal. Yeah, it's every running back pretty much. Um, I mean, besides – I mean, Dalvin Cook signed one, and we'll see how he does this year, so – you know, we'll see. All right, Cook and Kamara, right? They're the next yeah, studies. That is. Yeah, exactly. We'll see. I like Kamara more than I like Cook, but uh, at least in Dynasty, but that's another situation. I don't want to talk about I don't want to go into another tangent. No, all right, we can get this yeah. a whole other kind of word. Yeah. But hit me up with Gibson. Hit me up with how you feel about him. So Gibson, this is the guy that I feel like, I feel like everybody you've mentioned so far, I'm like so high on. So Gibson is gonna mm-hmm. be the guy that I'm I wouldn't say I'm low on it, but I'm just I'm not as excited as me too. You know, the, the me other too. 2020 backs. So first off, so we always talk about uh, how David Montgomery, you know, he sucks because he beat up on bad defenses. Mm-hmm. So go when you look at Gibson's big games, like most of his production yeah. game against like twice against Dallas, uh, and then like he had a blow up a game against Cincinnati, and I want to say it was 
Windsor, like either Houston or something like that. But basically, uh, yeah, like okay. similar to Monty, like he he basically beat up on like bad defenses. Mm-hmm. So that's like that's one thing. The, the next thing, McKissick got what a hundred yes. or so targets. Yes. I think he's yes. not going to be as involved. Yeah. But I just I don't think he's going to go from a hundred targets to just like non-existent. No. Like, I, they, I, yeah. They're going to keep McKissick involved. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry. I just when people talk yeah. about McKissick and they're like, like, uh, whatever, like Gibson's just better. They're gonna get involved, 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 involved in the receiving game. I just know they haven't watched any tape on McKissick. He was legitimately good. He was legitimately good last year. And there's there's no way you can convince me otherwise in the passing game. There's just no way. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just convinced you never saw a single snap of Washington football. He was good last year the entire time. There's no way a team who's going to compete in, in an okay division. We'll see where that is. Uh, there's no way they're going to not use him. There's just there's a 0% chance. Like, they'd be stupid. And Riverboat Ron isn't dumb. Like, I, I just yeah, I don't you know. see that happening. Gibson had 11 touchdowns last year. He beat up on bad and defenses. Yep. Like, That's yeah, I mean, the, right. his touchdown rate was ridiculous. There's yeah, no way it that. was. And he's a bruiser, though. I get that, though. He's a big dude. I I, I like how he runs. I really do. Um, yeah, he's fun to watch. Yep. Yeah. But, like, like you said, I mean, like, I'm looking at two Dallas games. He's got, like, over 250 yards and, like, four touchdowns. Yeah. Like, yeah, they it's quit, like, like, that Thanksgiving game, Dallas literally just yeah. quit yep. on one of those runs. Like, yep. one of his 60 yards. Like, the yep. defense literally yep. just quit playing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the other thing is just yeah. with the they have receivers now. So before, like when it was Terry McLaurin and just <laughs> yeah. a bunch of other things, yeah, like yeah. the running backs and like Logan Thomas, yeah, they yeah. get a bunch of targets. But now yeah. Curtis Samuel, like he's like he got a hundred targets in uh Carolina last year. Yeah. Uh Naomi Brown. I mean I'm, people are I like him, him. but yeah. yeah, again, I I don't really have a huge opinion on him, but yeah, mm-hmm. I, I would be surprised if you know he's yeah he's a lot more involved than, than they have a lot of other like, rookie guys like Sims and stuff too who aren't bad. You know, they're just like, yeah, like it's tough to find. Yeah, yeah, Gandy Golden. Yeah, absolutely. Like, look, they played with Dwayne Haskins, and you know, Alex Smith was good, but like he wasn't there the entire year. I I think a Fitz Fitz Magic team is going to be a lot better. You know. Yeah, and that's the thing too. Like Fitz, he's not going to be checking the ball down on the running backs like Alex. Yeah, not as much. Like, he's, yeah. I, like to me, like I, <laughs> Lauren is my guy. Like I think he yeah. could be top five, top ten receiver this season. So, like, you think this season? Terry. I'll yeah, I, I like Terry. I do. With Fitz, oh, it's it's gonna be so much fun to watch. I want it to but, happen. I do. Yeah. You know, I want to. I, I that's all I'll say. Like I like him. I want it to happen. But yeah, we'll see. You know. All right, but anyway, but no, like I said, back back to yeah. Gibson. I just out of the again, like out of the the twenty twenty backs, I would say he's probably the the one I'm, I'm lowest on. I don't, you know, well, I'm not lower on him than Robinson, but he'll be like he's after Acres, wow. after Swift, uh, uh-huh. even yeah, after after Dobbins too. I'll take Dobbins over Gibson. Wait, who is it? I'm sorry, Dobbins. Dobbins. Okay, interesting. Okay, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a little bit lower on most people than Gibson, but I want to end this one on a high note. I'm a big Clyde Edwards-Hilaire fan, uh, especially this year. I think he was the only running back that deserved to go in the first round because I don't think running backs deserve to go in the first round ever, um, unless they're good receivers, and I think Edwards-Hilaire uh, really is. Um, so I'm just really excited for him this year and going forward. I think he's the clear guy there in a really good offense that throws the ball a lot. Maybe not as much the receiver or, or the running backs as much, but um, I still I just love pretty much everything I see about it. And I think he just got a bad rap because he had a great opening and then a not so good, you know, middle end or whatever season. Um, and I'm just super high on him. How do you feel? So CH, he's, so he's one that I, I wasn't too high on uh, coming in, but I've, he's grown on me over these, like these yeah. last few months because I think his, his value has kind of been suppressed to the point mm-hmm. where, yeah, he's, he's becoming a, a decent value. Like yeah. through the, the first nine weeks of 
last season, like you said, he, he was the RB9. He was a clear RB1. Yeah. And then I think there was some – I think he kind of got banged up or something. Then, you know, they brought Le'Veon Bell in. Yeah, yeah. Kind of yeah. started yeah. – you know, But, I mean, Bell is gone, and they, they didn't yeah. replace him. There's no one else. Well, okay, yeah. I take that back. They brought oh. in uh, McKinnon. Yeah, they did. Yeah, Jared McKinnon. Yeah, I don't care. That. But exactly, <laughs> yeah. like, okay, yeah. it's McKinnon. But, but yeah, I, I think I, he, he's going to get crazy volume on a good offense. I just – I think Kelsey – like the combination of Mahomes, Kelsey, and uh, and Hill kind of had their peak season. They just like last year, every touchdown was going to either Kelsey yeah. or Hill, and I think that's where that's where Clyde's uh, value kind of fell off. He just he stopped mm-hmm. scoring touchdowns, and I, so I, I think he's one of those ones that could be due for some some regression mm-hmm. if they get back to yeah a little bit more of a, a balanced approach. Because I mean, Tampa Bay they they show that it is possible to to lock. Um, KC down as far as yeah. their, their passage. So I think, yeah, if they, they need to kind of get back to what they were doing in the first half of the year, more of that balanced approach. But yeah, yeah. I think, I think CEH, he's, um, he would be after, so I get, if I had to rank them, I would go um, JT, Akers and Swift, they're kind of on the, like that top tier to me. CEH is the one, he's kind of in the middle. And then uh, like JK and, and Gibbons would be, would be after CEH. But hey, they're, they're all like top huh? 20. Yeah. Again, it's not low. It's just, oh, top twenty. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, I'm yeah. lower on him than gotcha. like other guys. But as far okay. even Gibson, like they are all three top twenty, like top twenty. I would say, yeah, uh, dynasty mm-hmm. are, are running back. So don't think I'm yeah. like low. Yeah. Oh sure. Sure. Lower than <laughs> I'm just I'm way more excited about the the other guys. Yeah, I, I think I, I think I'm in a, a similar boat. Um, I, I think those rankings sound about right. Although I'm I'm definitely lower on Acres. I probably go Swift and. Then Taylor, I think. Then Dobbins, or maybe Ch in front of Dobbins because oh, I so like really high on Swift. Okay. I yeah, first I I didn't realize how high I was on him. Honestly, I, I didn't realize I, it. But I love the pass catching from him. Yeah, you know he he showed some okay stuff on film. Um, but I think he's just a really good traditional runner. And I think he'll be good for the next four years, and that's all you can count on for running backs. You know, so there I am. Yeah. You know, you know what I, I mean. Think, I think I mean I think he can be what Austin Eckler was under Anthony Lynn. Like, you think so? Yeah, and Chargers wow, as far as like, like fantasy wise. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying. Like I'm yeah. like I'm pretty high on Swift too. Obviously, the, yeah. the offense might kind of you know hold him back back this year, but like I mean, yeah. if yeah. he could easily get like 60, 70 receptions, like that wouldn't surprise yeah. me because there's just there's nothing on the offense to throw to. Yeah, I mean, I get yeah, that. I'm, yeah, I'm I'm high on Swift too. I have him up there cool. with JT. Dope, dope. All right. Um, that I kind of got to cut it. I'm sorry. I love talking though. This was this is very good. I'd love to yeah, do no, more. That, that went by fast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know, right? It's an hour already. Um, but shout out, shout out your stuff. Uh, and where people can find you and stuff. Oh yeah, for sure. So I'm uh, Andrew Metcalf. Uh, my Twitter handle is Drew Met underscore FF. Uh, so you can find find me there. Most of my work there. Uh, I write for a couple different sites, uh, mainly mainly dynasty content. But during the year, I'll have some draft stuff too but uh club fantasy ffl and at real deal fantasy are the, the two sites i write for but but hey man like i said i appreciate you you having me on it was a good time of course man it's a fun class to talk about i it, it's it's kind of insane honestly yeah, it's so many things we didn't even hit on too i like, know i know i mean you even talk about like quarterbacks or anything you know like there's a lot there's know, a lot right? and i'm um, a big brian yeah. Edwards fan too Oh yeah! Oh man! <laughs> uh, I, I, you could say that for another time because I would love to. Yeah, we need that. to have part two, right? We do, we do, for <laughs> sure, man, for sure. Thanks for listening to the Bacon Games podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at BGF Sports, and be sure to tune in next time.